From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Welcome to Keeping IT Brief. I'm your host, Marianne Brown. Today we're speaking with Farouk Mohammed, the project execution lead from Spinsys, about liberating healthcare creatives. What does liberating healthcare creatives mean? So when we talk about liberating healthcare creatives, we talk about understanding the universe of clinicians, administrators, and then all of the associated supporting personnel in a healthcare continuum that have the ability to innovate and create and, and, and actually manifest their ideas into solutions. Okay, so why is that important in the military health system? So it's, it's widely known that the military health system is going through a series of rationalization initiatives, a series of optimization initiatives, and looking at those initiatives, once you find that capabilities across the healthcare continuum are being funneled and focused through a specific process, sometimes what that does is it makes the creatives, it makes those those people who have the ability to in, to innovate in IT feel constrained. And when they feel constrained, what happens is they either get frustrated and or look for other opportunities to express themselves in, in being creative in the IT environment. Okay, so how does the IT industry totally support this ideal? I mean, so right now I think that, you know, I, I like to think of it as more so taking IT out of innovation. And, and that sounds like a really rough thing to say because obviously we, this IT community is here to serve it, to provide a service and solutions for the clinicians and administrators and, and those that support those facilities and organizations. I think ultimately what it comes down to is the IT community has to commit themselves to ensuring that they can develop technology that does not require the provider or that administrator to have an IT background. And what we traditionally have seen is clinicians who have decided to delve into IT, whether they become programmers or they have a background in systems, and they become the creatives that are considered socially, you know, sanctioned and approved to be able to develop solutions or participate in those understandings as a technical representative. Obviously, there's a functional component there that is always providing those requirements and, and verifying that the requirements and the solution as, as defined and as provided meet those needs. But ultimately, there are two, it's two, it's all too often that there are creatives that are in the community that want to innovate, that want to streamline, that want to use the data 
that want to, to leverage these capabilities, but have to go through an IT process. And the IT community's responsibility is to build those capabilities out that, that really leverage and give the clinicians and those providers in that environment an opportunity to create. So when I talk about creation, I'm talking about like, so my, my eight-year-old son, there was a period where I was doing homeschooling for him uh, during the pandemic. And I was helping him. He was doing his technology class. So he's doing this technology class. And when he gets to, he has one of his assignments is to build an app, build an app. And he literally has these little blocks that he goes and connects together. They give him an objective. Hey, you want to navigate your player through this maze to achieve, get to the goal. And he literally creates a game by just dragging and dropping little module and little little blocks together and hitting the run and behind that is thousands of lines of code that have already been prepackaged formatted and made sure that they're compliant to ensure that they're safe and and that they function up op they operate within the parameters of, of 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 operation so what that leaves my son to be is just be creative and i think that that type of environment is essential for the clinicians and the, like I said, clinicians, administrators to be able to maximize the potential that is out there. When you talk about the, the petabytes upon petabytes of information that is currently being captured and stored and accessible to, to various systems, but not freely at the hand of these creatives who really would love to be able to explore do research, do other things, and do it in a safe way that protects the patient's, the source patient's identity and, and, and health information. Great. Thank you so much. That was very interesting. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I think that, you know, some of the efforts and the initiatives, you know, that we are actually undertaking here at SPIN systems are actually enabling that. And when you talk about this, it looks, we, we're talking about like, getting this freeing data, right? Freeing it from its databases, getting it into data lakes and, 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 and leveraging data warehouses and data lakes that ultimately at some point down the line, you know, when we talk about the universe of data, you're talking about, you know, I'm gonna use this term as, as loosely and, and maybe someone will say that, you know, it comes out later, but, you know, like data galaxies. So there's this massive amount of data that's out there that is being harnessed and gathered and organized and structured. And, and we need to be able to give those providers the ability to, to have a sandbox where they can go without, with knowing that they're gonna be able to access this safely, securely, that patients' healthcare information and or system or business information is, is secure and that they can go in and create different little solutions, prototype those, and then offer those up at their disposal. And I feel like when we've gotten to that point, and, and like I said, currently we are undertaking projects that are migrating, you know, military health system capabilities to the cloud, that is one of the first steps to getting there. And as long as we continue down that path, we feel confident 
that this is a salute these types of solutions will be at the fingertips now i mean at the end of the day when it comes to it there has to be an an entire cultural shift away from the concept that it needs needs to totally manage every aspect of systems and solutions development and we do that by building out these very mature type capabilities that you know when when you look at the types of platforms that are out there such as um aws you know govcloud or when you're looking at just like like microsoft azure these platforms are, are great past solutions so platforms as a service but those serve the it community and then if you look at other ones like you know salesforce or ServiceNow, those are really great solutions but they're software as a service i think when we transition ultimately as an entire community to getting to the point where we're actually providing what I would call widgets as a service. And you kind of see this in some instantiation on ServiceNow where you can build things from block by block. But when we can get to that point where creatives, you know, that are healthcare, you know, providers, business, uh, people on the business side and or administrators can go in and just be in a sandbox, plug and play, drop in, and drag different types of data sets or capabilities together and sandbox those prototype in a sandbox and prototype those, I think we'll see immense evolution and, and probably revolution in how data is used, managed, and benefits uh, providers and, and ultimately patients. So I'm looking forward to that time where we, we stop having everybody dive into the IT process and have to submit and and get in front of CIOs for every single one of those capabilities. We have to get to a point where these creatives who are all across the military health system, all across the globe, commercially and federal partners, have the ability to be able to say, hey, look, I went in utilizing a very clean, sanitized, safe, secure system that allows me to have a sandbox to have access to, info, to data, to be able to build a solution or brainstorm with other creatives and not have to be rigidly locked into a specific IT uh, process. So um, I think that that is the, the foundation of, of success when it comes to seeing the future, just as I talked about my son being able to build a game just from dragging and dropping, they should be able to create these solutions from dragging and dropping. And I think, the, like I said, the future is, is something to the line of truly widgets as a service that's employed universally across uh, not not just the military health system, but but commercially, public and private. Great, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, I, I just really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, this is this is you know uh, this is something that I, I I am passionate about, and I really appreciate being able to provide a little bit of insight about it. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts by G2 Exchange Media, please visit www.fedhealthit.com and look for the podcast section at the top of the page. Music by Jam Studio, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated.